You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord everybody and welcome to another Monday edition of CAC Daily iCast. Glad you could join us today. Hope you had a great weekend. We had a great weekend. It was a busy weekend, but we had a great weekend. We went down Saturday night and 
preached for Brother Buddy Puckett in Lexington, Kentucky. And if you would like to watch that uh, service, you can do so on Facebook. I will try to get the links here in just a little bit and post those so that you can watch uh, the services there. Also, uh, if you would like to uh, know what we did yesterday, well, we wasn't at CAC or PAC, and we certainly appreciate all of those who took care of services at both churches here home at home. But uh, we were in Tennessee yesterday preaching an anniversary service, a 16-year anniversary service for Brother Steve Thornbury. And uh, they, they have had new people come in. Uh, the church is growing. The atmosphere is tremendous. And uh, we are just looking for great things to continue to happen in Newport. And so uh, that is uh, what's going on in my weekend. I don't know what your weekend consisted of, but hopefully you had a great weekend. Got to be in church with your family and friends. Worship the Lord and experience a good time. Well, we do have some special services coming up, and we want to make sure that you know all the announcements coming up at CAC and PAC. Uh, Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m., we're going to have Brother Buddy Puckett with us. That's who we was just preaching for this past um, this past weekend. So uh, we want you to uh, uh, be... Uh, Ready for Harvest Time Crusade. That's on Friday night, November the 17th, 7 p.m., Brother Buddy Puckett. And Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Maupin. And there's going to be a dinner following, so you want to make sure that you attend Harvest Time Crusade this year. Also coming up, CAC. Daily iCast, we're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary service. Yeah, we're going to celebrate Tuesday online celebration, Tuesday, December the 5th, starting the, at uh, 10 a.m. as we gather to celebrate when we started back in 2013. And, uh, yeah, that was a few years back, 10 years to be exact. And uh, then we're going to talk about why we started, what happened since we've been started, and what our future is, and what our plans are, if you will. So we want you to be a part of that. Also, uh, coming up, our Christmas program is going to be Sunday, December the 10th at 6 p.m. And to end the year, we got New Year's Eve celebration. That's Sunday, December 31st. 9 p.m. to midnight, so keep that in mind. It's going to be a great time. And also, Friday uh, the 10th, 7 to 9 p.m., 7th to 12th grade, uh, going to have a great time on friends and giving. So uh, drop the kids off, and we'll see you uh, after. And uh, invite friends. That is going to be on Friday the 10th, and uh, that's uh, that should be this Friday. And so keep that in mind, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at CAC. Going to be a great time for kids, 7th grade through 12th grade. So keep that in mind. 
And then, of course, we do have our uh, prayer requests that we want to make mention of. Uh, we want to uh, remember Roger McCoy, Larry Sullivan, Raymond Thacker, Scotty Belcher, Agnes Justice and Family, Kevin, Pam Bartley, Jaden Belcher, Danny Ratliff, Vezrin, Ezra. Let's remember Brian Stump, Deacon DeBarge, and Sister Chandra Justice. Let's remember all of these in prayer that the Lord will move in a mighty and miraculous way for each and every one, that they will all receive their healings. And if you have a prayer request that you'd like to make known, well, you can do so. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And uh, you can put in your prayer request. You can put in uh, comment sections. Uh, you can email or you can call in. Oh, we got all sorts of ways of getting a hold of us. 606-282-4108. Or you can email those to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer and opening up today's service. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty miraculous way for each and every one that has a need, each and every one that needs to be uh, healed in their body or has needs uh, financially or uh, materially, whatever they need. Lord, we know if we look unto you, the author and finisher of our faith, that we can receive what we have need of. And Lord, I praise you and thank you for the broadcast today. Bless us, Lord, to bring honor unto you. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. Well, again, we just had a tremendous uh, weekend of services. Uh, we uh, just... Uh, Saturday night just had a great time of fellowship, and and the spirit of the Lord was mighty in Lexington, and uh, Brother Buddy Puckett, and he's going to be with us as we said our first night of Harvest Time Crusade, and that's just a couple weeks away. So keep that in mind, and that'll be on the seventeenth. We'll begin on a Friday night at seven p.m., and then uh, we went on down to uh, Tennessee yesterday and drove down and uh, preached for Brother Steve Thornbury and the First Apostolic Church uh, of Newport. And uh, we just had a great time. It was just uh, it was just an awesome time to gather together and worship the Lord. And they celebrated 16 years of being a church. So uh, we're excited to see what the Lord's going to do. He's uh, blessing that church to grow, and uh, we're looking for some great things to happen. Well, let's see what else we got. I'm going to jump right into our Bible reading because we are reading our way through the Old Testament. And once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to loop back through the New because I'm going to try to look up those links to the Facebook pages of those uh, services over the weekend just in case you're wanting to watch them. We'll give you the links. So uh, that'll be coming up in just a little bit. Let's now go to 1 Kings chapter 20. Gold is mine, thy wives also, and thy children, even the goodliest, are mine. And the king of Israel answered and said, My lord, O king, according to thy saying, I am thine and all that I have. And the messengers came again and said, 
Thus speaketh Ben-Hadad, saying, Although I have sent unto thee, saying, Thou shalt deliver me thy silver, and thy gold, and thy wives, and thy children, yet I will send my servants unto thee tomorrow about this time, and they shall search thine house, and the houses of thy servants, and it shall be that whatsoever is pleasant in thine eyes, they shall put it in their hand, and take it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Mark, I pray you, and see how this man seeketh mischief. For he sent unto me for my wives, and for my children, and for my silver, and for my gold, and I denied him not. And all the elders and all the people said unto him, Hearken not unto him, nor consent. Wherefore he said unto the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord the king, all that thou didst send for to thy servant at the first, I will do, but this thing I may not do. And the messengers departed and brought him word again. And Ben-Hadad sent unto him and said, The gods do so unto me, and more also. If the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls, for all the people that follow me. And the king of Israel answered and said, Tell him, let not him that girdeth on his harness boast himself as he that putteth it off. And it came to pass when Ben-Hadad heard this message as he was drinking, he and the kings in the pavilions, that he said unto his servants, Set yourselves in array! And they set themselves in array against the city. And behold, there came a prophet unto Ahab king of Israel, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into thine hand this day, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? And he said, Thus saith the Lord, even by the young men of the princes of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall order the battle? And he answered, Thou! Then he numbered the young men of the princes of the provinces, and they were two hundred and thirty-two. And after them he numbered all the people, even all the children of Israel, being seven thousand. And they went out at noon. But Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the pavilions, he and the kings, the thirty and two kings that helped him. And the young men of the princes of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out, and they told him, saying, There are men come out of Samaria. And he said, Whether they be come out for peace, take them alive. Or whether they be come out for war, <laughs> take them alive. So these young men of the princes of the provinces came out of the city and the army which followed them. And they slew every one his man, and the Syrians fled. And Israel pursued them. And Ben-Hadad the king of Syria escaped on an horse with the horsemen. And the king of Israel went out and smote the horses and chariots and slew the Syrians with a great slaughter. And the prophet came to the king of Israel and said unto him, Go, strengthen thyself, and mark, and see what thou doest. For at the return of the year the king of Syria will come up against thee. And the servants of the king of Syria said unto him, Their gods are gods of the hills, therefore they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. And do this thing. Take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their rooms, 
and number thee an army, like the army that thou hast lost, horse for horse and chariot for chariot. And we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. And he hearkened unto their voice, and did so. And it came to pass at the return of the year that Ben-Hadad numbered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. And the children of Israel were numbered and were all present and went against them. And the children of Israel pitched before them like two little flocks of kids, but the Syrians filled the country. And there came a man of God and spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus saith the Lord, Because the Syrians have said, The Lord is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys, Therefore will I deliver all this great multitude into thine hand, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. And they pitched one over against the other seven days. And so it was that in the seventh day the battle was joined, and the children of Israel slew of the Syrians an hundred thousand footmen in one day. But the rest fled to Aphek into the city, and there a wall fell upon twenty and seven thousand of the men that were left. And Ben-Hadad fled and came into the city, into an inner chamber. And his servants said unto him, Behold now, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Let us, I pray thee, put sackcloth on our loins, and ropes upon our heads, and go out to the king of Israel. Peradventure he will save thy life. So they girded sackcloth on their loins, and put ropes on their heads, and came to the king of Israel, and said, Thy servant Ben-Hadad saith, I pray thee, let me live. And he said, Is he yet alive? He is my brother. Now the men did diligently observe whether anything would come from him, and did hastily catch it, and they said, Thy brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go ye, bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came forth to him, and he caused him to come up into the chariot. And Ben-Hadad said unto him, The cities which my father took from thy father I will restore, and thou shalt make streets for thee in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. Then said Ahab, I will send thee away with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him and sent him away. And a certain man of the sons of the prophets said unto his neighbor in the word of the Lord, Smite me, I pray thee. And the man refused to smite him. Then said he unto him, Because thou hast not obeyed the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as thou art departed from me, a lion shall slay thee. And as soon as he was departed from him, a lion found him and slew him. Then he found another man and said, Smite me, I pray thee. And the man smote him, so that in smiting he wounded him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way, and disguised himself with ashes upon his face. And as the king passed by, he cried unto the king, and he said, A servant went out into the midst of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man unto me and said, Keep this man, if by any means he be missing, then shall thy life be for his life or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver. And as thy servant was busy here and there, he was gone. And the king of Israel said unto him, So shall thy judgment be, thyself hath decided it. 
And he hasted and took the ashes away from his face. And the king of Israel discerned him that he was of the prophets. And he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Because thou hast let go out of thy hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction, therefore thy life shall go for his life, and thy people for his people. And the king of Israel went to his house heavy and displeased, and came to Samaria. Twenty in the a.m. here in East Kentucky, 46 degrees outside my window pane. And we do have those links up if you uh, was wondering uh, how you could find the uh, sermons that uh, and the services that happened this weekend. Uh, the top one is the one to the church in Lexington where Brother Buddy Puckett is the pastor. The bottom one is the one in Tennessee where Brother Steve Thornberry is the pastor. So if you want to look those up on Facebook, you can watch those in their entirety. I also sh uh, shared them on my personal Facebook page, which is just simply Pastor RDM. So you can uh, find us and, and just watch them from there. But ever how you want to do it, you can look it up on the, uh, the links that we just posted so that you can find those services that we had this past weekend so keep that in mind and go watch those i know you'll be blessed by the singing the the word that went forth and then of course we just had a great time of fellowship with each and every one well let's see if we can't do a little something that we like to do about this time of the broadcast and of course we like to have our 60 seconds with the pastor if you got a minute well you got six you got time for sixty seconds with the pastor. Here we go. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Genesis 43, verses 8 and 9 says, And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou and also our little ones. I will be surety for him. Of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. Judah made a promise to his father Israel that he would be personally responsible for Benjamin and that Israel could hold him accountable for his brother. We must be accountable to each other. Accountability keeps us tethered to one another as the people of God. We cannot be like Cain and refuse to be our brother's keeper. And that is 60 seconds with the pastor. If you've got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. And uh, also, we want to just kind of jump in here and check out what it is uh, outside my window pane as we look at the weather. Well, we do have uh, sunshine. That's right, sunshine. And it's going to be 72 today. That's right, it's going to be 72. 
with sunshine. And it's going to be partly sunny and warm. Great day to be outside. Of course, we do have some uh, hills that are on fire in East Kentucky. So you might smell a little smoke. So keep that in mind. Also, uh, it's going to be uh, warm tomorrow, 72 tomorrow for the high. And look at Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to have a 77-degree day, partly sunny and remaining warm. So that's going to be a great time. We hope that you uh, are having good weather wherever you're at. Hope the forest fires are not causing you problems. I know that uh, if you have lung problems or allergies, forest fires seem to flare up everything. And, uh, well, it's that time of year that every place in East Kentucky and Tennessee becomes the Great Smoky Mountains, if you know what I mean. Well, we was driving down from Lexington to Tennessee, and the closer we got to Tennessee, it got smokier, and the hills is on fire down there, and also we got hills on fire here in East Kentucky, so uh, we got back pretty late last night, and uh, it was just... uh, you could see the fire along the ridge lines. So um, there you go. Uh, forest fires and fall of the year go together, just like peanut butter and jelly here in East Kentucky. Well, let's see what we can do here about getting our trivia question in. We always like to throw our tri- trivia question at you because we want you to be able to know more about the Bible. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to Mountaintop Media Well, today's trivia question, which book of the Bible immediately follows Habakkuk? Which book of the Bible immediately follows Habakkuk? And all you got to do is simply go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link, it'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And of course, speaking of results... We do have the results of Friday's trivia question. Oh, Friday's trivia question was a good one. How many generations were there from Rebecca to Judah? 
And out of those that participated, it looks like that only 20% got it right. I know, I know, but, you know, we're going to give those 20% of the people a hand because, after all, they did get it right. So, uh, once again, we'll give 20% of you a hand and 80% of you, uh, uh, yeah, you got to do a little better. You got to get up there at least in the 50 percentile range. So, uh, they're very easy. Uh, it's a, it's a multiple choice question. You can, you got a 33.33% chance of getting it correct. So, um, yeah, even if you just guess, you got a one in three chance of getting it correct, but don't guess research your Bible. That's why we give you these so that you can, uh, search your Bible and begin to see, uh, the answers so that you can have more knowledge of his word. So, uh, 20% of you got it correct. And the correct answer, of course, how many generations between Rebecca and Judah? And that would have been two, two generations. So 20% of you got it correct. Well, we are on episode 140, 174, I should say, of this year. This is uh, day number 310 out of 365. And by the time we get to the end of the year, we should have about 2,100 episodes here at CAC Daily ICAST as we celebrate our 10th anniversary coming up December the 5th. So you want to join us for that. We're going to talk about all that's happened and uh, maybe not all that's happened, but a lot that's happened, how we got started, uh, why we're continuing this broadcast, and uh, we'll have over 2,100 episodes. So uh, that's that's pretty pretty amazing. And you know what? It's all because of you, the viewer. Well, let's see if we can't squeeze this in before we go to our little break and begin to uh, get ready for our study today. And, of course, this is uh, the Commonwealth Minute, and Election Day is tomorrow. Here we go with the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Kentuckians will go to the polls tomorrow to elect a new governor. The race between Andy Bashir and Daniel Cameron is close. Political professionals are saying that the race will be decided by voter turnout, and there's a clear difference between the candidates. Andy Bashir is known as caring, but his policy positions on gender ideology and abortion are extreme left. Republican candidate Daniel Cameron has campaigned to keep boys out of girls' bathrooms and off of girls' sports teams. A real contrast here. If you don't know where to vote, you can ask your county clerk's office. And for resources about the election, including a voter guide, you can go to CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. That's CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. Please remember to vote your values and trust God with the results. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Minute, Executive Director Richard Nelson. I always tell people, vote the Bible. That's right. You got to have the biblical view. And uh, if, uh, if, you know, candidates don't meet up to the biblical view, uh, then you, d- you don't need to vote for them and support them, especially if they are supporting things like abortion and other, other things like that. 
Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not here to be political because this is not a political station. It is time for us, though, to take a moment and take a little break. And we don't want you to touch at any key. We don't want you to go anywhere because we'll be right back. Hang in there with us. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. I'm Richard D. McKinney, pastor of Cornerstone Apostolic Church and Pipewell Apostolic Church, and we welcome you to the broadcast today. We're studying in the book of Revelation. We finished up on chapter 8 uh, Friday, and uh, now we're going to start in chapter 9. So we want you to study along with us. We want you to uh, be able to not only read the Word, but to apply the Word to your life and understand the Word. Now, we want to always preface uh, Revelation is the revealing of Jesus Christ. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And in the midst of all of that, we see end-time events, things that are going to happen, and I'm going to say things that are happening and things that uh, is going to happen in the future also. But uh, we see that some of these things uh, that we're hearing about, some of these things that we're uh, experiencing today is bringing us up to all of this uh, that is going to be the judgment of God being poured out upon this earth. You do not want to miss the rapture. 
Blessed is he that hath part in the first resurrection. You've got to get up in that first resurrection. You've got to be a part of that first resurrection. If not, then it's going to be uh, nothing but chaos and destruction and then the eternal place called hell. So a lot of people quit preaching about hell. A lot of people quit talking about that place because we don't want to be reminded of an awful place. Well, it's kind of like now people are trying to uh, change the ideology of all of the um, all of the people uh, that uh, you know have been cruel and and uh, like Hamas to uh, the Israelites and all of those things. Uh, so you know it's it's um, it's amazing. It is amazing how that people uh, try to just smooth things over after the fact. Well, there's coming a judgment, and we need to be ready because there's not going to be any smoothing things over. We need to know that heaven is real and going to be a great place, and hell is real, and it's going to be a place of torment. So let's uh, let's just open up and uh, go to our uh, study today. We're going to go into uh, our, uh, our uh, graphic of Revelation chapter 9 and verse number one. So let's just jump right in to the reading of the word here, and that way we can get started in a in a study today. I think it's going to be a blessing to you. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star from heaven fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him, notice what it says, even though it's a star, it says to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days... Shall men seek death and shall not find it, shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions." And they had breastplates, as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as it was the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon. 
but in the Greek tongue, his name, Apollon. And so I want to stop right there because I want us to go to the Lord in prayer. As we study today, this is going to be uh, lesson number 1,108 of our study through the Word. We're in the book of Revelation, chapter 9. And let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer and ask Him to help us today as we study His Word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we study your word, that we will take what we study, understand it, rightly divide it, expound it fully, so that we can all leave here with more knowledge. Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we thank you for giving us insight into what is coming upon this earth. And Lord, we're going to give you praise today. And as always, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. One of the things that uh, I guess uh, we should uh, kind of just back up and, and kind of uh, refresh our memories, in Revelation chapter 8, which is what we finished on Friday, the, uh, the verse number 13 uh, talks about three woes. Three woes, which, um, uh, you know, uh, the first woe is going to be the fifth trumpet. The second woe is going to be sixth trumpet. And the third woe is going to be the seventh trumpet. Uh, the warning, I guess we should kind of say, uh, regarding these last three trumpets are uh, giving us the severity of the judgments of God. The phrase, inhabitants of the earth, indicates those that are on the earth, uh, are earthly-minded, uh, mind earthly things, live only to please themselves and live only to uh, have their life, uh, you know, uh, pleasing to themselves. And the first woe covers a period of five months. Think about that. Not quite a half a year, but five months months. What's going to happen in that five months? Well, um, it is something that uh, is is when that fifth trumpet is sounded, uh, the sounding of the fifth trumpet, a star, a star falls from heaven unto the earth. Now, notice what it says, because this is important, because the pronouns, him and he, let us know that the star is not a heavenly body star like we look out at night and see. We know it is a person, if you will. Uh, you can say person. You can say, uh, you know, um, uh, reference uh, a fallen angel or an angelic being or, uh, you know, whatever uh you, you want to describe it as, uh, we know it's not a star. It's not, it's not a natural heavenly body of, of stars that was created by the Lord. This is in reference to a he and a him, which lets us know this star is. And we're just going to, for the sake of trying to help us understand, we're going to just say uh, this refers to a person. Would that be okay if we could just re refer to it as that? And we're not taken away from anything uh, from what Revelation is telling us. But just for the sake of us understanding, uh, we're just going to say 
This refers to a person. Now, uh, many teach that the star is Satan, but Satan never has been given the keys of the bottomless pit. And, of course, the devil uh, is going to be locked up in that place for a thousand years, Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 and 2. And the, uh, the thing that we look at when we start studying this is um, the, maybe this is, and, and I want to say maybe this is, the same angel that has the key to the bottomless pit in Revelation chapter 20. So uh, a lot of people refer to it as Satan, as we said, a fallen angel, uh, things like that. But the bottomless pit is literally uh, the pit of the abyss. Uh, it's not uh, Hades nor the lake of fire, but it is a place of imprisoned evil spirits. And uh, that's, that's where fallen angels are held in chains of darkness awaiting judgment. We know that is what happens. Uh, so the influence uh, of, of uh, you know, evil in the day, of course, we know that, that uh, people are influenced by demonic powers and things like that. So we know that those, those uh, influences are out in our world today. But we're talking about a specific period of time, a, a specific place called the bottomless pit. It literally means the pit of the abyss. Um, it's where evil spirits are chained, held in chains until judgment. Now, the angel opens the pit, and demons resembling locusts come forth, and, and the only reason they come forth is to torment men for a period of five months. They are to torment men for a period of five months. They're not to kill men because uh, they are just to torment them. And, and if you think about it, Think about all that's happened up to this point. You've had destruction. You've had uh, famine. You've had wars. You've had uh, devastation of, of trees, a third part of the trees, third part of the ocean, a third part of ships, a third part of the drinking water, a third part of uh, stars and sun and moon darkened. So you've got all this chaos, and now leashed upon the earth is torment for five months. Keep that in mind because all of these details are important. For five months, they do not kill men, but they cause them to be in so much pain, they wish they could die. They seek death, but they will not be able to die. Think about that. Have you ever been so sick or so much in pain that uh, and I've heard people say this. Oh, I would just wish the Lord to take me on. I just wish that I could just get out of this pain. Think about being in torment, not pain that is just you know bearable. This is this is torment. You know, when people go to the place called hell, it's going to be a place of torment, not just a place of aggravation, not just a uncomfortable place. It's going to be a place of torment, which means it's it's 
terrible, the worst uh, pain, the worst uh, thing you'll ever go through. And, and there's no dying in hell. You got to remember that there's no dying in hell. So for five months, these men that are tormented want to seek death, but they can't find it. They, they can't die. They're unable to die uh, during this time. Now, the locusts are described as resembling horses with crowns on their heads, like the face of a man, hair of that of a woman. And I thought that was an interesting, um, you know, dis- description that uh, they had hair like a woman. And if a woman's hair is not important in the Bible to distinguish them from a male, why are we now reading in Revelation that these had hair like women? This is, this is another thing to let us know there is a distinction between a man and a woman. I know the world we're living in wants to erase that and annihilate that, but the fact is the Bible has always looked at a separation, a separation of the sexes, a separation a man and a woman. They look different. A woman is to have long hair. A man is to not have long hair. And so that distinction is given throughout the word of God. And then we see in the book of Revelation, here it is again, that these um, these locusts um, described as resembling horses with crowns on their head, faces, faces like men, hair like women, and teeth like those of a lion, making a sound of many horses, uh, like a, like many horses and a chariot. Um, you know, uh, these evil spirits bring torment, torment to men. Uh, these demons have a king whose name in the Hebrew tongue, tongue is Abaddon, A-B-A-D-D-O-N. And uh, you can say Abaddon, you know, and I guess many things. uh, And I have this app that I use quite often uh, to not only uh, secure how we are supposed to uh, pronounce words. So let's just see what it says. Abaddon. Abaddon. So um, that is uh, the name of the king of these uh, these demons that have been unleashed upon the earth. And we find that uh, uh, both words, whether you call it Abaddon or uh, Apollon, uh, both words mean destroyer. So uh, this king, if this king is not Satan, I might say, uh, he certainly would be one of Satan's uh, fallen angels. Uh, however, he could be, he could be the devil himself. So with this, I, I want to kind of um, get us uh, an understanding that uh, this star falling from heaven has to be recognized as a person because it's identified as him. And uh, that that's very important that we understand uh, that. Because um, in verse 11, as fallen angel with names, Satan has been compared to the morning star 
in Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 14, seen falling as lightning from heaven in Luke chapter 10 and verse 18. He has been given the key to loose his own army. This army now incarcerated, awaiting the release from where? The bottomless pit. The Greek word means the shaft of the abyss, an immediate place of punishment for demons. And, uh, you know, uh, in Luke chapter 8, verse 31, demons beg not to be sent there. We find that smoke arises out of this uh, pit. And in fact, it's so so much smoke that uh, that the Bible says uh, that you know it it began to uh, it began to uh, darken uh, the earth, uh, the smoke, uh, you know, and there came a smoke uh, 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 out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. But it says it it was as a furnace, and, and the sun and the air were what? Darkened. I, I thought I had this up for you. I'm sorry. Uh, the air and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of what? The smoke out of the pit. So think about all the chaos that's happening. And uh, the sky is darkened even more during this judgment. Remember, the judgment has already been that a third part of the stars will not shine third part of the sun will not be there, and a third part of the moon will not uh, have any light. So you're already experiencing uh, darkness and, and, and uh, more darkness, and now the judgment's bringing even more darkness. You see, uh, it, when we start looking at the judgment that's coming upon this earth, that's why I feel the church is already raptured out of here Things has already transpired for the church to be uh, with the Lord because we're going to see that army coming back with the Lord. We're going to see that army coming back. But we see that the sky was darkened even more during judgment. The word locust, um, similar to the eighth plague in Egypt, uh, Exodus chapter 10 and verse number 12, um, we see that um, locusts uh, destroyed crops. So, so uh, are they going to be locusts like we know? Um, you know, I think this is going to be symbolic uh, of of how uh, destruction is going to come. Uh, I don't, I don't think we're going to be looking at what we today look at as locusts. But it could be. But I think that uh, because this star is not referring to the heavenly body, it's talking about a person, I think that the, the, uh, the locusts are, uh, are symbolic also, especially these evil spirits. That, that's what it's representing because it says, uh, you know, after, after the smoke comes up, there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. So uh, Joel prophesied of such a plague in Joel chapter 1, verse 6 and 7, 
And also you can go in Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, and I would encourage you to read that. Just due to time and and substance, uh, we're not able to get in all of these scriptures, but I would encourage you to go read Joel chapter 1, verse 6, 7, and Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Ordinary locusts devour vegetation. These, I feel, are not ordinary locusts. These are demonic beings sent to tor- torment sinful man. I think that these are demonic beings sent to torment sinful man. Uh, scorpion stings, of course, we know that a scorpion has the power to kill a man. Uh, you know, uh, I remember one time me and my wife had went to the Smoky Mountains and we had rented a cabin. And all of a sudden, she starts screaming, and I run into the room, and I said, what is it? And she said, I I don't know what that is, but it's uh, crawling on the floor, and it was a scorpion. It was actually a scorpion. Now, a lot of folks today say one scorpion sting, unless you're really, really allergic, will not kill you, but just kind of you know, make your life miserable. But sometimes in the desert, those scorpions get, uh, I think some estimate six inches long or something like that. I'm not for sure about the length, but uh, they are much larger. But think of a of, of demonic um, evil spirits that have the power to torment men. And torment means not to destroy but to just uh, bring so much intense pain and discomfort and all of these things. And I see our time is up. So I want to kind of stop right there uh, because uh, I want you to know that uh, a scorpion sting is is uh, talked about in the Bible, and it is definitely a sting uh, that is, um, uh, you know, uh, hurtful, harmful, Uh, But these scorpions are going to be uh, something that uh, man uh, cannot die. Uh, He will seek death. He wants to die. But for five months, this torment's taking place. So I want to uh, stop right here because I want to pick up uh, tomorrow in, uh, we'll pick up in verse number three uh, tomorrow, but I, I want to um, kind of take it slow through this to let you see uh, the torment. Uh, uh, men will seek death but won't be able to find it, and uh, this is going to happen for five months, five months. So um, this is something that I feel, uh, I hope, is a blessing to you and, and is interesting to you. Because the things coming up on the earth, and I feel after the church is gone, it's going to be nothing but destruction, death, and chaos. And uh, that's why you want to make heaven your home. Make your calling and election sure. Make sure that if you're serving the Lord, you hang on. And if you're not serving the Lord, you need to give your life to Jesus. Amen. So with that said, I do want to come to a close today, and we do want to uh, just kind of uh, go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord to help us uh, as we have studied today to realize what chaos is coming. But we, the church, are not going to experience any of this chaos. 
So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we bring it to a close today. Lord, we thank you for the word. I pray, Lord, that I have expounded your word fully, rightly divided the word of truth. If there's any misrepresentation, misquotes, or uh, if I have not rightly divided, forgive me, Lord, and don't hard, hold me chargeable, but help me to correct it and make it right because I want to preach and teach your word, line upon line, precept upon precept. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty miraculous way for each and every one who's watching today. Those that are serving you, that they will hold on. And those that are not serving you, that they will give their life to you. Lord, thank you for the knowledge of your word, the revelation of your word. Thank you, Lord, for revealing yourself to us, our Savior, our healer, our keeper, our help. Everything we need, we find in you. Lord, we ask for your blessings today. All in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, that will conclude our teaching today, and we hope that you have enjoyed the teaching of the Word. Uh, we kind of keep it to 20, 25 minutes so that we can uh, not overload you or bore you or anything like that, and we hope that uh, you find these broadcasts a blessing. If you know someone else that uh, needs to study this along with you and maybe they don't uh, have the ability to watch us live, you can send a link of our Facebook page and you can send that link to others and they can watch it on their own time frame. We have many ways of doing that. Uh, you can go to our website and find it. You can go also uh, to our Facebook page and find it. So uh, we hope, uh, and also we're on YouTube. So if you'd like to look it up on YouTube, uh, you can watch it there. And uh, so with that said, uh, we do need to get out of here, but we got our trivia question up and running. And of course, uh, we want you to be a part of the trivia question. And looking at today's trivia question, we begin to see that it says, which book of the Bible immediately follows Habakkuk? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Well, everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.